I knocked on the office door that sat ajar as I watched Colin at his desk, his suit jacket off and sleeves rolled up, exposing the large cross tattoo on his forearm as he stared at his laptop screen. His dark hair was disheveled, and a day's worth of stubble shadowed his jawline. Beside his laptop was a black gun that was always within reach. Busy, he snapped angrily, not bothering to glance in my direction as I glared at him. Good, I'll stay out of your way. Don't wait up. I turned to hurry down the flight of stairs toward the second floor, but he called after me before I could make my getaway. Wait, where the hell are you going? I rolled my eyes and groaned like a child as I slowly traipsed back to his office and pushed the door open. Out with some friends. His eyes ran up and down my body before he shook his head in disapproval and his gaze dropped back to the computer screen. Not dressed like that. Go change. You don't get to tell me what to wear. I'm 17 and you're not my father. I folded my arms over my chest as my eyes narrowed, ready for a fight. With a sigh, he pushed back his chair and slowly stood to his full six feet in height, making me feel impossibly small. He rounded the desk as he pulled up his zipper. That's when I noticed the mass of blonde hair from a girl kneeling behind his desk. Gross. He came to a stop in front of me, forcing me to tilt my head back. It was challenging to glare at someone from this angle and still look menacing. Change your outfit or you're not leaving. Watch me. I pivoted on my toes, my long blonde curls hitting him in the chest. Two muscular arms banded around my waist, pulling my feet from the ground as he held me against him from behind. Annie, I'm a very fucking busy man. He growled next to my ear. Do not pull this bullshit tonight. This is not a fucking game. Change your clothes or I will lock you in your room. Do I make myself clear? Crystal. I bit out between clenched teeth as he lowered me to the ground. To say Colin was overprotective of me was an understatement, but he was equally annoyed by my presence, which made dealing with him a constant game of Russian roulette. Asshole. You messed up my hair. I muttered as I made my way down to the second floor and into my bedroom. I slammed the door loud enough to rattle the walls, but I knew he probably didn't even hear it upstairs. That was one of the perks of living in such a large house. I glanced at my reflection in the full-length antique mirror across the room, running my finger under my lower lip to fix my smudged gloss. My hair was pale blonde and curled perfectly down my back. I wore a low-cut purple v-neck t-shirt that hugged my curves and made my green eyes pop, paired with cut-off jean shorts that probably cost more than the average person's week-long vacation. Well hidden and disguised was the credulous little girl that I used to be when we came to live in Connor's house. I pulled off my shirt and tossed it on the ground as I stepped inside my walk-in closet, pulling out a sensible white eyelet dress that covered anything Colin would find offensive. I cursed under my breath. I slid my shorts down over my hips and kicked them off against the wall as a knock came at my door. Go away, I yelled 
and I heard the deep rumble of his laugh as he slowly opened the door and stepped inside my room. He had his hands shoved in his pockets as he looked me over in matching black bra and panties trimmed with delicate lace. I'm sorry. I have enough on my plate right now. With Connor sick, I have to pick up his work slack. I can't be worried about you running around town looking like... He gestured with his hands, and for the first time since I could remember, Colin was at a loss for words as he took me in. I'm just hanging out with some friends. You guys want me to blend in. This was me blending in. No one at school dresses like this. I tossed my hands in the air, hating that at only 19, he felt he could tell me what to do.